0: This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications
1: like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with
0: you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss.
1: That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash weightloss.
0: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love.
1: and welcome to the Sky Blues Extra podcast with me, Tom Ward. And as usual, this episode is sponsored by the Sky Blue Tavern, the official Coventry City sports bar. Delighted to be joined by Andy this evening. Andy, it's been a little while, hasn't it? How are you doing?
2: Yeah, it has been, mate. Yeah, i haven't been on a podcast together for a, a little bit while, but no, buzzing after yesterday, mate, and uh, yeah, good to get into it today.
1: Yeah, definitely. It uh, feels like a little bit of a relief um, after yesterday's win. Obviously, a huge win on the road for the Sky Blues. Um, as a Victor Jokre's first-half goal was enough to get past Cardiff, albeit the Skyboys did have to ride a storm at times, and there was obviously that potential controversial dis- disallowed goal. So plenty for us to get into this evening, Andy. Um, first of all, let's talk about the team lineup. Obviously, there were two changes made by Mark Robbins. Casey Palmer and Tyler Walker made way for Josh Eccles and Matty Godden. Um, obviously, we heard in the, in the week that Walker has got an injury and obviously, Casey Palmer potentially rested with a lot of games but yeah what what were your thoughts when you saw that that, that the team news come out
2: yeah a little bit surprised about Palmer uh, one Um, I was a little bit yeah because obviously Alan normally he does play that number 10 role at times but I do think Casey Palmer's better at it Um, more natural for Casey Palmer in that position so I was a little bit surprised at that however I thought you know at the end of the day, I was wrong and Robin was right, so <laughs> so that's why he's paid the the, the big bucks as well. Yeah. Not, the big, not the big bucks, but yeah, paid the uh, the uh, the money he gets. So yeah, that's why he is. But no, a little bit surprised by that decision. But uh, Eccles did brilliantly when he came in as well. We'll probably speak about him later, won't we? But um, yeah. no, he got it right at the end, didn't he?
1: Yeah, he did. And obviously Palmer, I mean. You know, he's. I think you chaps were talking about a few weeks ago. We were sort mm. of, you know, wondering when he was going to make, make a, you know, some appearances. Now he has. I guess mm. it's probably now a case of just sort of slightly protecting him and just making sure we don't push him too hard. Mm. Um, and perhaps, you know, yesterday was about you know him having more of an impact off the bench rather than, than starting.
2: Yeah, I just was surprised because we didn't play midweek, did we, Tom? I thought, cause it because yeah. Saturday to Saturday, I thought he'd start because of that. Um, yeah. if, he, if he had a game midweek then I could understand it a little bit more Sure. Um, but yeah um, he did make an impact when he came on as well he, he's got that in his locker as well which is useful you know when Cal O'Hare comes back yeah. you know when O'Hare runs it runs out of steam you know if you've got Casey Palmer on the bench to come on as well last 20 that's interesting plus Waghorn as well I thought he was good yesterday when he came yeah. on so that's interesting going forward when we get our players back. Yeah, that's going to really help our bench. And like, you know, when it opens up the last 20 minutes or we need a goal to bring Waghorn or... Casey Palm off the bench, pretty strong. So yeah, yeah. that's u- useful going forward,
1: Tom. Yeah, definitely. Um, and obviously, there were there was talk of, of Tavares potentially starting, but yeah, um, you know, not not quite this time. And obviously, mm. you know, every week, everyone's sort of waiting to see if Kelly or O'Hare will be on the bench. But again, not this week. But nope. you know, perhaps Wednesday or Saturday, we you know, we might see one of those two on the bench, which I think, as we've said for a couple of weeks now, would you know, would give everyone a bit of a buzz, wouldn't it?
2: It will, because, you know, there's games every what, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, coming for the next eight weeks. So everyone's going to get game time, Tom. You know, yeah. um, I think Tavares will get his chance soon. Um, Kells will probably come in. Everyone's going to, with the game load we've got coming because of the World Cup, everyone's going to get a chance to uh, to shine.
1: Yeah, for sure. And Fad's making his 600th mm. um, appearance yesterday. Um you know that experience has been key for us this season, hasn't it, Andy? And another another brilliant um, brilliant afternoon for him, I thought.
2: Yeah, no, he's been great ever since signing for us. He's a a massive, massive player for us. Big leader on and off the pitch. I think what he does off the pitch is more well, not more important than on the pitch, obviously, but I think it's mm. equally equally as important. Yeah. Because I do think one area we do lack, especially when Kelly's injured, is leadership at times. But um, his leadership's vital in the yeah. dressing room and. Um, his displays on the pitch have been great you know there's people that criticise him but on our channel and especially people that you know go a lot I think you know see see his worth and I think he's a, he's been brilliant for us ever since he's, he's walked through the door
1: Yeah especially with our, our defence you know we've got a few young lads in there haven't yeah. we you know Callum Doyle is sort of you know work, working his way you know up through his career um, you know he's getting I think he's enjoying himself being next to Fads and, and sort of feeding off him isn't he
2: yeah, hundred percent. Obviously, Panzo—he's—he's he's not particularly old lad, as well, is he? Yeah. So Doyle and Panzo are young, and I think his leadership qualities, talking them through the game, is vital.
1: Yeah. yeah. The other one I was slightly surprised by was Ben Wilson's fiftieth appearance for mm. the club as well, because yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't doesn't feel like he's met played that many games, but obviously he has. And I know the first season back in the championship, he, he played a lot of games, didn't he? So he's really sort of staked his claim, hasn't he? And I suppose fair play to Ben Wilson, really. Um I suppose the question there is, you know, where does that leave Simon Moore? Um, He's sort of really out of the picture now, isn't he? From those mistakes earlier in the season. Um, But I suppose if it's working, it's it's working, isn't it? And it's it's, it's what's best for the team, really.
2: That's goalkeeping for you, Tom. (laughs) If it is, unfortunately, it's only one position, isn't it? And if you make so many high, high profile mistakes, you're going to get replaced. And if that replacement comes in and, and does what Ben Wilson has done, unfortunately, you've just got to wait your turn. But, Uh, Regarding Ben Wilson, um, you know, that's what, four clean sheets out of the last five games? Pretty good. You know, you can't argue with that. He's been really, really solid. Um, And, yeah, you know, Simon Moore's just got to wait his turn now until Ben Wilson throws one in, which I hope he doesn't. You know, I hope he keeps it going until the end of the season. And I think with Wilson, I think a little bit different with him, he's got a point to prove because he's always been an understudy, hasn't he, majority for his career. So I think he's really, really relishing the chance of being number one now. So I think that's in his mindset when he plays. I really think he really wants to establish himself. And you can see that hunger in his performances, I think, Tom, can't you? And I think he really, really, really wants, because obviously he's about, what, 31 now, isn't he? Ben Wilson, yeah. yeah, Yeah. He's not the youngest keeper, is he? He's still not, well, in keeper's term, he's quite young, but I think he's really grasping the, the chance of being number one with both hands.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was going to say it d- defensively in general. It just feels like we're a little bit tighter. I know earlier in the season we did ship quite a few goals, but oh, yeah. you know, clean sheets wise, I think we're doing. You know, we seem to be doing a bit better than last season. We didn't didn't have that many clean sheets last season. It's
2: um, just yeah, I agree, Tim. It, uh, Tom, not Tim. It's just uh, it's just getting the balance right. I think he obviously we were shipping a lot of goals. Um, I think he has gone slightly longer in yeah. his play because of it and that has made us more solid I do think we can get the balance a little bit more better that way um, I do think we can keep the ball a little bit more but as Robin said after the game yesterday that will come with confidence and what we had to do is have to we had to stem the flow of goals and if you have to go a little bit longer at times good management by AD and, and especially at Robin's because they, they they saw it they needed it they obviously needed it to be fixed and they thought well let's go a little bit longer until we get the confidence going, until we get Hamer back in the team, things like that, let's just stop, you know, keeping it tight at the back. And they've done that brilliantly.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say, going on to the game yesterday, um, obviously yeah. a brilliant win. Um, I'll probably argue we're still, still not playing our best football, but I think nope. it was it was a good performance yesterday, a really, um, you know, a really hard battle out there, great away performance. Um, how did the sort of match stats, um, you know, reflect that, that mm. performance yesterday?
2: yeah, not not too bad, not too bad about regarding the stats, tom. we had forty seven percent possession, um which is a little bit probably higher than what it has been in recent weeks. So you know that is saying that we are trying to get the ball down and play a little bit more, which is good because we want to get more of the ball. Um, we had eleven shots compared to their fifteen, but we had four on target compared to their only had one on target, so they didn't threaten them much. They probably had more possession, more of the ball and probably had a few attempts on goal. But they never, I never thought yeah when at the time, you know, watch out. I never thought they were going to score, apart from that, obviously the one that was disallowed. I yeah. never thought we were under that massive amount of pressure. I thought we handled it pretty well. Um, and regarding the pass count, we 242 passes completed compared to their 268. Hmm. Um, so yeah, no, the stats weren't too bad, Tom mate, if I'm being honest.
1: Yeah, I know what you mean. yeah, it didn't it was obviously nerve-wracking towards the end, but it didn't yeah. feel like we were being properly, you know, it wasn't sort of as nail biting as it could have been, um, they didn't master. I didn't think they were particularly good, to be honest. Um, no. Their their fans seemed to be saying saying the same online afterwards. So, mm. um, yeah. Um, but going on to the game, obviously we had an unbelievably good chance to take the lead in the third minute. Al um, Alsop, as we as we can know quite well, um, I don't particularly rate him as the keeper. I'm not sure terrible. I managed to get a championship Absolutely contract. Terrible. Yeah, um, every
2: time we play him, we beat them as well. He was in yeah, the goalkeeper, was, was wasn't
1: he? He must absolutely haters. us. Yeah,
2: he played in golf for Wickham with be didn't he? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He did yeah. I love it when I see his team name on the team sheet because it's almost three <laughs> points guaranteed.
1: Yeah, exactly. But he, he was in complete no man's land here, wasn't he? Yeah. Dunno don't know, don't know where how he ended up there. Obviously, a, a couple of defenders did get back, but mm. you know, all Vic really needs to do was slot it into the empty net, but he's just skied it over. And uh, it's been there's been a couple like this. There was obviously the one in Bristol where he skied it over the bar and I just, you know, I don't want to obviously be heavily critical of Vix. I think he's a brilliant player, but I think his chance conversion is is poor. If we're being if we're being honest, Andy.
2: Um, it is. Um, I just thought on this one, he just rushed it, didn't he? I think yeah. he, I think he thought someone was behind him, and it, there was no one behind him. All he had to do, like you said, is roll it into empty net. But I think he, I got the impression that. He just rushed it. I think mm. he thought someone was going to get behind him, a defender, or the keeper was going to come behind him and tackle him, which they weren't. They were, He had you know, bags of time just to roll in the empty net. But, you know, unfortunately, he skied it over the bar. But, yeah, I get your point about his conversion rate. He's he's an excellent player, but that's something that he does need to improve in his game. Yeah, because yeah. if he starts taking a few more, he can be top goal scorer in the league.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's almost like it, it came too early for him, the chance. Mm. It was almost like...
2: Well, I, I
1: remember know. the Luton one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. It's almost like you haven't, you haven't sort of, you know, worked yourself into the game and yeah. if that had been later on, I don't know, maybe it's different, but it's almost like he, you know, he's, he's, he was still on the bus almost, do you know what I mean? Yeah, he does, he
2: needs to wake
1: up a bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then obviously, um, Callum Doyle came off pretty early Um I thought, to be honest, we I thought we looked a little bit shaky in the first 20 or so minutes at, at the back. Um, Callum Doyle had a, had a couple of, of, of wobbles and got taken off in the 22nd minute. Um, he didn't seem to look injured. I know a couple of people mentioned he might have been limping at the end when the players came over, but do you feel like this was a tactical decision, Andy?
2: It made me laugh, to be honest, because Robbins was like, in His interview after the game, he said like, "Oh yeah, no, he, he was carrying a little bit, something." But then he kind of like said, "No, but then he was okay to start." So he like contradicted himself. So <laughs> I think he was fine. I mm. think he was just having a bad game, and Robbins took him off just to
1: save him, a, little him bit. a bit.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. No wrong with him.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: no wrong with him, Tom. He just didn't have a good game. But uh, before, it's a strange one, though, because obviously he's been good for us, hasn't he? Uh, yeah. On that right hand side. I just think on this occasion, he just didn't start the game at all well. Yeah. Um, and fair play for Robbins. You know, he, he made a bold move and it worked because I yeah. thought Rose played pretty well when he grew, grew, and the defence grew into the game, didn't they?
1: Yeah. Well, it's not like Robbins to make a tactical sub that no. early, is it? <laughs> no, he leaves
2: it till the 88th minute.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, but I think fair, fair play for making the decision. I mean, we've got yeah. to remember that Callum Doyle's only, what is he, 19 now? Yeah. Um. You know, he's playing at this level. It's he's not going to have a, an eight out of ten performance every single week, is he? So, mm. I think fair play to sort of take him out of the firing line when mm. when needed. I think that's yeah. marked by Robbins. And I thought I thought Rose looked pretty solid actually when he came on. Yeah, he did.
2: No, sound management by Robbins
1: and fair play to him. And some superb passing from the Sky Blues resulted in our opening goal. Um, I think someone said on Twitter every single player touched the ball apart from ankles, mm. something like that. Um, But yeah, unbelievable football, wasn't it? It's it's sort of what we've got used to from this side over the last couple of years. Um, And obviously that went through to Alan, parried by the keeper and this one, Vic definitely couldn't miss, could he, Andy?
2: No, no, easiest chance you'll ever get. But the football was was Robin's ball all in effect, wasn't it? Um, Fantastic passing what we were used to last season a little bit more. It was great to see on the eye, wasn't it? Um, Working it from the back through to the midfield, out to Dabo, you know, that little flip by Goddard's into Alan. Great cross shot. Always, that was a good shot by Alan because he could easily have, like, skied it or hit it near post, but he went across the keeper and that's always what you say is a good shot in that area, go across the keeper because he'll either go in the bottom corner or the keeper will parry and you can get the bits. So, yeah, fantastic. Uh, Good, fair play to Alan because he gets a lot of criticism for being in that number 10 role from certain fans. So, no, that was really good by him and, uh, I like say uh, Vic couldn't miss.
1: Yeah, it just goes to show if you, as long as you get the, get it on target yeah. um you're either going to score or you know you might get a deflection. Mm. Um it's quite hard for the keeper to to sort of catch the ball isn't it in that, in that position and they definitely. often have to parry it so um yeah and, and Vic was in exactly the right position wasn't he to tap that in.
2: Yeah, definitely. No, good strike play. You know, if he gets five or 10 goals like that that would that would do me. Yeah,
1: it would certainly help won't it. Um yeah, it and then obviously the big talking point in the second half, was the disallowed goal. A um, bit of a strange one, really, because really, the linesman didn't flag initially. So, obviously, we all thought, well, that's it, they've yeah. equalised, you know, nightmare. But then, the, the ref sort of charged over to the lino and, and had a discussion with him and, and they've ruled it out. So, hard to hard to say what happened there. Obviously, a few people have said it might have been offside. There's talk mm-hmm. of a handball. I find it strange for a referee to give an offside over a linesman.
2: Yeah, Andy, yeah, as yeah, if yeah. you've seen that happen. Much yeah, before. no, Never.
1: Strange oh, one, isn't it?
2: Strange. He overruled him. Very odd, especially away from home as well. They normally yeah. go, go for the home side, don't they? <laughs> I, if I'm being honest, I can't really, I've i looked at it a few times. I can't really see the problem with the goal. There might have been a handball slightly from Robinson, but I still think that's being lenient for yeah. us, to be honest. I, yeah. I think we got away with one, but saying that, so how much bad luck have we had oh, yes. this season? So we deserve a bit, to be yeah. fair. With all the stadium fiasco, the pitch fiasco, some of the decisions we got, we did, we deserve a slice of luck, and uh, yeah, fair play. Thanks, thanks to the ref for that.
1: Yeah, about time. About time we had a bit of luck for sure. It is
2: 100.
1: Um, and it, I thought we had a decent second half overall. Um, you know, we weren't necessarily creating loads of chances ourselves, but I thought we dealt with them pretty well. Um, you know, a lot of balls coming into the box, as we said, Fads was immense um in dealing with those but it was yeah it was just a really sort of solid battling performance in that second half wasn't it Andy to just to make sure the score stayed how it was
2: yeah yeah and I think the importance of the bench as well came in bringing Palmer and Waghorn on I thought they you know that Waghorn's little lollipop and uh standing up for Bidwell and there's a group actually a decent save by Allsop for a change Mm. um that was a really nice move yeah just gave us a little bit of attacking play where we needed it to stretch the game towards the end um, gave us a few nice breakaways which broke the play up a bit but no we handled the game pretty well considering that's our first away win mm. I thought yeah, we were pretty comfortable to be honest you know we had to defend the box well don't get me wrong but no I thought that was a decent away win and a decent away performance I thought it was good
1: mm. first away win since Birmingham was it at Easter yeah it's yeah,
2: too long isn't it yeah yeah, no, but
1: yeah huge, huge sigh for really full time and and brilliant noise and support from the Sky Blue Army in the away end. Andy, obviously, the the videos and yeah. Twitter were were amazing at the end. Um, but you could just tell sort of how much it meant to the players and the fans to get that get that away win one we probably weren't weren't massively expecting yeah. um, to get and and it and it really just helps our situation, doesn't it?
2: It does because obviously you know Cardiff's our bogey bogey team, aren't they? We never mm-hmm. win at Cardiff hardly. Um, so it was a huge win. Obviously, the gap between us. And obviously getting out of the bottom, you know, three before the game was like six points, wasn't it? So we've closed that now to three or four now, which was huge. So it was just it just felt to me like a massive, massive win. I wasn't expecting the win. I thought we were going to get a point at best. So it was even it was a huge surprise for me getting the win. And um it, it just puts us gives us so much momentum going into our Sheffield United game now, Tom
1: yeah exactly and it, and it, you know we've talked about the games in hand quite a lot which you yeah. know we shouldn't expect to necessarily win all of them but we've put ourselves in a position where even by winning one of those or or, or you know perhaps two of those that mm. it would put us in a really healthy position and certainly lift us out the bottom bottom three which is what it's all about isn't it so yeah. it just it just changes the complexion a little bit i think at this stage
2: no totally agree just it just changes the mindset but totally you know if you got a point or a loss to cardiff you know, you've got to be going into training on Monday with your head down a little bit. They'll be yeah. raring to go in and training on Monday now, Tom. You know, heads will be up, buzzing around, you know, getting the injured players back. It's all looking good now, Tom. We're going to start getting a few positive results and start climbing this league. I'm sure of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you there. Um, Who's your man of the match, yes, Andy?
2: Well, I can't not give it to fads. You know, it's his 600th appearance. Um, I thought he defended the box absolutely fabulously. He led the the obviously the two young lads until Doyle went off really well. He's just he's just a leader and I thought he played absolutely brilliant. But I will say special mention to Josh Eccles. I thought him in coming into the center midfield, you know, he hasn't done well this season at right wing back. He's been poor by his even by his own admission. But playing in his more natural position in the centre midfield, he was excellent, Tom. And that's yeah. a massive plus going forward as well. Because obviously with Hamer and his suspension issues, can you rely on him? There's a question mark over that. Now we've got Eccles who can come into that midfield. That's a huge plus for us going forward.
1: Yeah, I was going to say... just needs to stay
2: fit, doesn't he, Tom?
1: But yeah, it's, it was a big day for him yesterday, I Yeah. Because, you know, and he, I think he said in his interview after the game, you know, he's obviously had his injury troubles. He's had a really sort of tough start to the season personally and obviously we have as a team anyway. Yeah. Um it was a it was a big day for him. Um and obviously playing in his probably his more preferred position in, in the midfield. Yeah. Um he looked a bit more comfortable, I thought. Um oh, yeah. when we when we played Sunderland. I think it was the Sunderland game wasn't it when he played at um a right wing back and he just didn't look comfortable, did he? I think
2: with with Eccles, he can do a job at wing back, but his position is centre midfielder. Yeah, i you know, agree. I think he, I can, he can fill in, don't get me wrong, when there's an injury or something like that, or coming off the bench and right wing back. But his natural position is centre midfielder. He is, He like I said, he's, he's a star waiting yeah. to happen. I mean, honestly, he's got that much ability, composure, beautiful on the ball. If he stays fit, you know, he could, he's a massive plus for this season. He just needs to stay fit, Tom. That's the only negative against Josh Eccles.
1: Yeah, do you remember that, um, that Watford Cup game that he played in? Yeah. I think it was, wasn't it? He was brilliant that night, wasn't he? Yeah. I think that's no, probably he... one of his first appearances for the club. And I think yeah. from that night, you, you could see what he could do in the midfield.
2: Yeah, fantastic player.
1: You're listening to Sky Blues Extra. We'll now move on and preview Wednesday's game at the CBS, where Sheffield United will be the visitors. Um, Andy, it's another huge game uh, against a good opposition, but, you know, You'd be looking at the form table and mm-hmm. say that this is one we can definitely go into full of confidence.
2: Yeah, 100%. Um, interesting game on Wednesday night under the lights, isn't it? Um, obviously, Sheffield United, if we look at them, um, they're second in the league. However, they've only won one of the, of the last five games, Tom. Mm. So, um, And obviously, they drew that 3-3 free free with Blackpool. Um, I think about 100 people got sent off, didn't they?
1: Yeah, I was going to say, what a mad it was game. It all that
2: was. going mental, honestly. It was a mad game. And, like, yeah, they drew 3 3 with Blackpool. Blackpool aren't doing physically well this season. so That's a decent result for Blackpool away from home. So they have been slipping recently, um, Sheffield United. So she, after the result on Saturday, you know, after beating Middlesbrough at home as well, Tom, we should be going into this game full of confidence and looking for the free points, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. Um, was it? Did they just get one? Was it one of their players got sent off? I don't
2: know.
1: that just saw a massive three Blackpool one. one yeah, I think 15? so. Yeah, so
2: massive fire. Podderingham was well, it, wasn't it? Yeah, that's it. So, so he's suspended.
1: Yeah, he's their number one, isn't he? So yeah, yeah he he's a good player. So good keeper. You know, up. yeah, you'd argue that that could give us a slight advantage on Wednesday. No, hundred
2: no, percent. Yeah, definitely. It doesn't doesn't half help, doesn't it? So, and also their form as well, Tom. It's not good. Yeah. So. You know, it's a good good time to be playing Sheffield United. And I don't really like Sheffield United anyway, so you know, it'd be really good to put one on them this this week. Yeah, on Wednesday
1: night. Yeah, nothing to fear either. You know, last season, obviously we, we drew away to them, kept a clean yeah. sheet, and obviously we we you know we really picked them off at home, didn't we? Was we the, did one of the four-one wins mm. from last season. So, you know, you you probably have have nothing to fear. Um, in terms of their side, Andy, mm. what have you what have you made of them? Are there any sort of players we should be keeping our eye out for on Wednesday?
2: Yeah, a couple. Um, Ollie McBurney, obviously he's played in the Premier League. Um, I think he's more of a championship striker, in my opinion. Yeah. He's got five goals in 11 games this season, Tom. So that's not a bad return. So we've got to keep an eye on him. But saying that, I think people like Fads, Rose, if he plays, Panzo should be able to deal with um, McBurney. He's that kind of player. He likes it. into feet. He's not going to get behind you much, is he? So, yeah. I think there's uh, food and drink from Fats and Panzo especially. They should be able to deal with McBurney, not a problem. Um, the other decent player ex yeah, Covlad, Olive Norwood. He's yeah. a, obviously a decent midfield player. He kind of run the game runs through him. Um, and he's got two goals and three assists this term, um, Tom. So he's another good player that we need to really, really shut down on, make sure he's, you know, closing down, make sure he doesn't get the game going on, if you know what I mean. Yeah.
1: Really. Yeah, you'd imagine he'll be he'll be pretty up for it against one of his one of his former clubs wouldn't you yeah
2: 100 percent. yeah he'll be looking to put one over on us but again like you said like from last season we really put out a we've got a good record against sheffield united at home so hopefully we can uh put one on my mm. norwood again
1: and obviously in terms of how we'll set up it's uh it's an interesting one because obviously uh hamer will be back won't he from suspension he will, um, which is interesting. Obviously, yeah. you know, we talked about Eccles having a really good game at the weekend. Um, obviously, Walker's out injured, so there's a there's. It's quite hard to actually predict how we're gonna we're gonna set up this one. Um, what do you think will happen? Do you think do you think Palmer will be back in, or do you think he'll sort of keep it relatively relatively similar? What what do you think he'll do?
2: That's a hard one, isn't it? Um, I think he'll go similar. I think Heyman might come back in though.
1: Yeah, but, who for though? Eccles, this is the, the
2: actual Eccles,
1: tough. wouldn't
2: it? It'd be tough. It's tough, yeah. But if I was, if I was Robin, oh, that's a really tough decision. That's I'm glad I'm not Robin. If I'm being honest, I mean, this um, is where
1: this is where it becomes tricky because it's like, yeah. you know, does does Hamer just automatically come back in, or is it you know does the he, fact that he's been out for four games and, and with a suspension, and someone's coming and done a better job? A bit like the Wilson mm. situation, you know? Yeah. Does, you know, does, Do 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 you make it fair and Hamer has to earn, him, earn his place off the bench um, it's, it's a mm. tough one isn't it it's
2: such a big game though against Sheffield you know oh, and yes. I think maybe that experience of Hamer
1: oh it'd be it'd be it's great cool. to have him in there wouldn't it yeah for, for I think if,
2: if I was Robbins I'd reluctantly put Hamer in for Eccles
1: mm.
2: reluctantly but that's harsh on Eccles because he's been so good yeah um, but yeah and obviously there's the Doyle situation would be interesting to see. I think Rose will play instead of Doyle don't you
1: yeah, yeah, I would have, I, I would have thought so. Yeah, yeah. keep and, keep uh, it how we sort of finished the game on yeah. on Saturday. Yeah, you know um, that second half we were really solid.
2: Yeah, I think that will happen, and I probably think Haymo will come in. And I expect it'd be interesting to see what he does with Goddard, won't it? Because that's an interesting point, isn't it? Because obviously he hasn't scored for a while, has he? Mm. Not since Millwall.
1: Yeah, yeah. So
2: it's a few games that Goddard hasn't scored. So it'd be interesting to see if he drops out and maybe plays. I don't know. There's not that much option, though, is there, really? I suppose he could play Tavares, but I don't think he's going to risk Tavares in such a big game, is he?
1: Yeah, I'm 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 desperate to see Tavares start. Yeah,
2: I am as well. I'd love (laughs) to see him play, but I I just think he'd probably, like you say, start with what he's got, probably Rose in for Doyle and Hamer in for Eccles, I think, and Goddard's will start, I would have thought. Yeah.
1: What have you made of Goddard this season? Because like you say, he hasn't scored for a while, but he does work his socks off, doesn't he? But he 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 gets a little bit of flack at the moment, um, but... Scores yeah, in, scores
2: in batches. Goddard does, doesn't he? Yeah, he always has. You know, he he he's a he's a goal scorer that scores goals in batches. He, he'll get he'll get six in a row, and then he won't score for six games. You know, um he's that kind of striker. It would help if his strike partner passed to him occasionally as well.
1: Yeah, well, that's true. That is true. <laughs>
2: that would help him a little bit. Yeah, but they did think up pretty well on uh, on Saturday. I thought I thought that partnership was quite good. I felt they, mm. they did link up pretty well, but he just needs one to, you know, like a tap-in or something to get, just to get him up and running again. Um, you know, but people like Tavares are, are he, he has to, re- it's good though, isn't it? You know, people are like Tavares are sniffing at his door now, aren't they? And, yeah. you know, if a couple more games he hasn't scored, he'll be on the bench and he knows that. So it's good pressure to have. I think he needs a goal though, Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. For sure, but you can't work, you can't you can't knock his work rate, right, can you?
1: No, no, he, he does everything, runs around yeah. um the whole game. Um he does. what's your uh what's your prediction for Wednesday night, Andy?
2: Yeah, I think we're gonna win this one, Tom. I'm really, really confident. Um, I think we're gonna win this 2-1. Wow,
1: amazing what a week can do, can't it for you? Yeah, for your
2: no, absolutely, mate. <laughs> I just really think we've we've turned the corner, we've got players coming back. Confidence is good. And their confidence is at the floor at the minute. So, yeah, definitely. I think we can do them.
0: You're listening to Sky Blues Extra.
1: We'll chat quickly about the Stoke game on Saturday, Andy. Um, not the easiest of places to go, is it, Stoke away?
2: No, horrible. Always. Saying that, we did we, we, we won that or did we draw like gonna, last year? I was going
1: to say, we've got a decent record, haven't yeah. we? We, we, drew, we drew last year. Yeah, um, We th- won, won the year before.
2: Yeah, we did. Yeah, Godfrey so. scored that night as well, didn't he?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Went on that mazy run and then bitted top, uh, bottom and, corner, didn't and it? And there was
1: that yeah. like Ben Wilson save, right? Well, yeah, Weldy,
2: yeah, it was like Banks, superb, <laughs> brilliant,
1: yeah. But, yeah. but it's you know, it's it's not the easiest of games, it's the they're quite a hard team to play against, aren't they? So, you know, I think we'll have to be we'll have to be, uh, at our best to, to come away with something. I would have thought,
2: well, yeah, if we beat Sheffield United on Wednesday and draw with Stone, that will do us, won't it?
1: Yeah yeah
2: four points out of the next
1: two games will do me nicely four out of the two whichever way it it Mm. happens I'd be absolutely I'd I'd slap your hand off to be honest with you um which like like we said that the win against Cardiff puts you in that situation that you know if you got a point if you got a point on Wednesday you'd be pretty buzzing going to Stoke so yeah yeah Yeah. it it helps um but yeah I think we'll we'll definitely be setting up to to try and get a win there um Mm. What have you made of Stokes? Stoke this season? Obviously, they're around sort of mid-table. Yeah, they're
2: 12th, they're 12th in the league, Tom. Um, the form slightly improved. They've won two of the last five. And they got a really good result on Saturday, Tom. They beat Preston 2-0 away from home. And um, as we know, Preston's not an easy place to go, is it? So that was quite an impressive result by Stoke. A uh, really, really good result by them. Um, so that was good. Um, so, yeah, they're a funny team, aren't they, Stoke? They're a bit weird, aren't they? They're always round the 12, 15th mark in the league. Not an easy place to go, but nothing to fear, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Any any particular players we should look out for?
2: Yeah, they've got a midfielder called uh, Lewis Baker. Um, he's a decent player. He's got four goals and four assists this season. So a lot goes through him in the midfield. Also, they've got Dwight Gale, obviously ex Newcastle. Oh, yeah. yeah, he plays for them. He's played 10 or 11 games for them this season. I don't think he's scored for them yet. Wow. Um, but no, again, he's obviously played in the Premier League and, and is dangerous. And also, they've got a lad from Man City, uh, under 21 on loan, called Liam DeLapp.
1: Mm. Um, is that Roy Duff's brother?
2: No. <laughs> I, the way. I hope he hasn't got a throw like, like
1: you say, he's not going to be launched into the box, no, is he?
2: No, I hope not. But he, <laughs> he, um, he's on loan from City. He, he's a talented forward player as well who we need to keep an eye on. But in the last couple of games, he's been used off the bench. So, um, yeah, if he comes off the bench, we'll have to keep a close eye on him. But again, you know, apart from that, they haven't got many in their attacking areas we have got over three or four goals, Tom. So the most one who has is Baker from midfield. So yeah like I said nothing to fear here so we can go there especially if we get a decent result against Sheffield United on Wednesday night we can definitely go there with confidence and looking to get maybe three points yeah
1: yeah and looks like it'd be another decent away following I think always close to yeah. 2,000 sold and obviously you know again depending on what happens on Wednesday I think that could go up as wow. well um, but I think again it's not not far for people to go is it Andy so yeah. it should be a, I know we took I think we took about 3,000 there last year yeah. Um, so it should be, a, should be a good day out
2: yeah definitely should be yeah definitely it's not far to go get a good result against Sheffield United that will increase the numbers and yeah we can go there hopefully full of confidence and you know sing them to a win
1: yeah and in terms of how we'll set up obviously we'll have to see what happens on Wednesday but yeah I think you'd probably go fairly similar to how we've been setting up away from home no need to change anything too drastic for this one
2: no again depends what happens on Wednesday it's always difficult isn't it to Judge what team selection is going to happen in two games time, isn't it? But yeah, I think um, depending on what happens on Saturday, I don't think there'll be on Wednesday. Sorry, I don't think there'll be massive, massive changes. Uh, just mm. a little bit here and there, depending on what happens on Wednesday, Tom.
1: Yeah, for sure. What's your prediction for this one, Andy?
2: Draw. I think it'll be. I think it'll be a one-one.
1: Same, same as last year.
2: Yeah, I'll take that.
1: Yeah, we we take that. Um, yeah, that's that's it for tonight, Andy. Um, yeah, good to, uh, good to chat to you. Thanks for joining me. Um, listeners, do make sure you're following our partners, Sky Blue Tavern, on their socials, so you can make sure you're first to know about any of their events and offers that they have on. And as always, if you want to get involved in the discussion online, all you need to do is use the hashtag SBEpodcast. Thanks for listening to the Sky Blues Extra podcast.